Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Regular Guy Gaming. My name is Ragbag, your co-host on this fantastic, splendid, awesome gaming adventure. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us for this episode. We have a great one lined up for you. And uh, before we get to it again want to thank everybody so much for the support um it has been a pleasure being able to provide you with these these podcasts this content uh over the past couple of weeks i've talked with rgg a few times and uh it's just uh it's it's really cool knowing that you you guys are all listening out there and providing that feedback uh, we just really appreciate it and and love that you're you're able to help us get better at doing this and that you're also enjoying what we're doing and what you know we're spending our time trying to bring to you this week's episode uh, will include quite a bit of gamer news after the interview got a lot of stuff I want to talk about uh, and for the interview it is a uh, in my opinion a fantastic one so uh L PC Lance Pants Collins uh, going to be joining RGG. Uh, both guys are pretty good friends, and they're going to talk about uh, the new Assassin's Creed as well as achievement hunting. Uh, really good interview. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not the one to necessarily achievement hunt. We'll talk about that after the interview, but nonetheless, I still found it extremely interesting, extremely entertaining. And I know that you will too. So without further ado, here is RGG and LPC. Enjoy it, guys. Hey, guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out The Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling. Yes, I'll take my eggs over easy, and I'll take my podcast, Deach and Dash. That's right, the Deach and Dash podcast hosted by me, gorgeous Jordy Lee, available via the Grapple Talk Network. It's about to get weird. We're going to talk some wrestling, maybe, some life, probably, and I'm definitely going to ask whether you prefer ketchup or mustard. Catch us via the Grapple Talk Network and wherever iPods are available to you. iPods or podcasts? God, I'm the worst. All right, here we are. Regular Guy Gaming is back. Ragbag is not here with me, but we do have someone I think is going to be just as good. We've known each other for a very long time. His name is Lance Collins or Lance the Pants Collins or LPC. LPC, what is up? Not much. How's it going? Doing really well. I heard through the grapevine, and through the grapevine, I mean I heard through you, you just got married. I did, yes. Congratulations, you and Maggie. Yes. You guys have been together for, what, since you were ten? Six and a half years. Six so. and a half years, that's right, you were ten six and a half years ago. Yep. So, um, congratulations on not being a virgin anymore. I was, I've been always... I I've been in your court. I've been yeah, in your court. Yeah, of course, yeah. And it finally happened. I'm so it's proud good. of you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you let's give people a little bit of a backstory about you and me. Um we knew each other in two thousand and ten or eleven. Sounds about right. Two thousand ten, two thousand and eleven. That's about seven what the two thousand seven, going on almost eight years ago. 
Um, we've known each other for a long time, and you and I have always been very uh, weirdly honest to each other. But it That's just fair. it just feels good to be able to know. And I can honestly say I don't even remember ninety percent of the shit I've said to you. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember ninety percent plus. So. <laughs> So that's You're like, good. At least one of us does. <laughs> You're like, um, Isaac, there's some stuff you said I can't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but we worked together um, at uh, Jimmy John's for many years. Um, and I think one of the funniest things you said is because I, I used to keep making fun of you because you were so small. Um, you were just this tiny little guy. You didn't look threatening at all. And I was <laughs> like, hey. Hey Jason, I'm gonna make fun of this guy guy over here. And Jason just looked at me and smiled. I remember he didn't say anything. He was like basically like, "Go have fun with that." I went over there. I said something to you, and you were like, "Hey, how's it feel to know that I'm gonna be your boss in a few years?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, um." Uh, and guess what happened? I was probably your boss in a few years. You were. You were my boss yeah. in a few years. Yeah. What was really hilarious, guys, we're going to give you a quick breakdown of how intelligent he is. I would do pick specific jobs that were really easy to do, or I would do specific things to kind of get out of that mundane work I hate. So one of the things I used to do was clean the cold table, clean the uh, the backs, the vents, but what I would do is I would just unnail and sit there and just move my hands around. Which, <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which most people it worked oh, yeah. on. But you, you would be like, Isaac, I know you're not doing anything at all. <laughs> but eventually I would get that done. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Good I time. mean, do you remember the first thing you ever said to me? You know what? Um, go ahead and let them know. The reason why I don't remember the first thing I ever said to you was because it was probably extremely inappropriate. But this is an explicit show, so you can go ahead and tell them. It was actually not. The first thing you said to me is, hey, do you play World of Warcraft? First oh. sentence in your mouth. Yep. Really? So it's been gaming since the very start. Th that was the first thing I said to you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been gaming. And you and I have always talked about gaming. Always. Um, and then for a while there, I thought I was just, you know, better than you. Cause you know, you were what? I think you were five at the time. Yeah. Going on six, yeah. six. And they were doing child labor. Like they clearly, you know, you were a child worker. Mm -hmm. But then when I came back to work, there was this tall guy in, in the place of, well, go ahead. Steroids. Steroids. It had to have been. You went through a growth spurt out of nowhere where you went from this little tiny kid to this giant human being. Was it steroids, performance-enhancing drugs? What happened to you, man? Um, Your voice like dropped the, a little bit. I think puberty has a lot to was do that, with that. Was that what it was? Yeah, you know. I was 16 when uh, – I was probably 17, I guess, when we first met. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, then, yeah, you came back. I was probably 19 or so, and then, you know. You were 20 feet tall. On out life. Yeah, let's go. 20 feet tall and just balls are hanging. Just yeah, dropped. They dropped. Like a ton of bricks. Like a <laughs> So um, one of the reasons why I have you on Regular Guy Gaming is because this is called Regular Guy Gaming. And what I'm about to ask you, some people go, you know, that actually doesn't fit 
with the regular guy. Regular guys really don't do that. So the context of this is going to be is where I'm going to ask you how to help a regular guy do what you do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Is it okay to call you an achievement whore or would you rather be like to be called a completionist? Let's combine the two and say achievement hunter. Achievement hunter. There you go. Well, of them you have to hunt for because they're not so easy. That is, you know, completionist is just you can complete the game and still be somewhat of a completionist in my mind. So oh, that's a good point. So achievement hunter. I hunt them. That you know? is well done. You're right. You can be. Or it seems like they come to me. I go to them. You see the yeah, difference? I, I like that. I like that. You're like achievement. Oh, you think you're one percent? Zero point one percent of the population has got you. Right, uh, right. You're mine. So, so achievement so, hunter is what we go by. Let's. How many platinum trophies are do you currently have right now? Um, twenty five or twenty six. Oh my just god! PlayStation Four. On, yeah, PlayStation Four. I'm sorry. Just I, I interrupted you because I couldn't believe the number. How yeah. many <clears throat> platinum? Okay, let me explain to what the people. Some of you already know. Platinum means you have literally done every achievement and challenge that there is. All, all the achievements done. It is extremely hard to do. You have got to be focused. You've got to make sacrifices. It is not easy. So I'm going to re-say this because maybe he'll let it sink in and, and like give me a, a number that m- makes more mental sense. Uh, LPC, how many achievements? Uh, how many uh, platinum trophies do you have? Yeah, twenty-five just on the PS4 and Xbox One. I, I don't play Xbox. See, I'm a Sony fan. PlayStation Three. I'll accept that. Um, probably like six or seven. I really didn't come into the achievement hunting until you said whoring almost. Uh, uh, you 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 were you were fighting me for that one. Um, and uh, yeah, I really didn't come into that until. Probably about the PS4 time when I had a little more time to my own, moved out of the house, and I could actually do my own thing. So, man, twenty. Have a, yeah, go ahead. I have a few completions on Steam and stuff like that, but all right. So, Assassin's Creed. Mm. You are a fan of Assassin's Creed. Probably one of the biggest. Yes, you are one of the biggest fans. Now, you haven't quite played. Um, Origins yet, correct? Uh, uh, and I have only just done the third or fourth story mission. Um, okay. Okay. I'm so pretty early on, but that's because I've been running around. I probably have 50 hours into the game, so it's not like I just picked it up. Mm-hmm. I've been running around and doing what I do. Yeah, no, I get that. And, um, yeah, you've had a life, lot of stuff going on. But other than I- that... And I, we can do, you know, I don't know, like, they come out once every year. You know, you got Assassin's Creed Unity. You got Assassin's Creed, you know, Black Flag. Then you have the, I mean, it goes down the list of all, even the mini ones. Go ahead. I own 13 different Assassin's Creed titles on PS4, so. There's 13 different Assassin's Creed well, titles. PS3, PS3 and PS4, yes. PS3 and PS4, okay. Yep. All right, so how do you... How do you look – the regular guy will look at some of those achievements and they will say, and I quote, fuck that. How hmm. do you get past fuck that? Just 
I guess the determination. You know, I see the the rarity number, and I say, <laughs> okay. That's almost more of the challenge itself. I was going to say, so the rarity of it is the challenge. Yeah, so, so some of them. One s- of my proudest Platinums is Skyrim. Just because that game is intensely massive. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be working on that. How? Oh, my gosh. Because I have, I have five Platinum trophies. Hey, look at you. <laughs> Skyrim, I want to Platinum that. How? Wait, wait. So you just made me kind of feel, you know, Skyrim is hard? Um... Time consuming, not necessarily hard, but most people don't have the wherewithal to stick with it. Okay. Um, uh, explain to people. Um, how do you? How do you commit? What are some of your techniques? How do you break down the 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 um, achievements? And what is your? Do you make a plan of attack? And if yeah. so, share that with the listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. So. First things first is when I get in, you know, you got to get through the intro of a game, whatever it may be. So I'll just, I'll, I'll explain what I'm doing with Origins, just because that's pretty fresh. Or Origins, unless you're playing Assassin's uh, Creed Oregon Trail. Which, okay, that would you, be fun, but... You, you said Origins. I said Origins, get off my dick. I'll go ahead and rewind that and then have that play twice now, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, try it. Um, um but, so... After you uncloud a certain area in your map, I would just go through and do every single side mission, every single collectible, every single anything possible, any hunting there is to do, before I would move on to my next clouded area. And right now, the mission that it wants me to do, I believe, is level 10, and I'm level, like, 27. So just from doing all that, the game progressively becomes easier. And You're I'm a higher level than me, and I play every day. Holy collections, shit. yeah, side stories and hunting will definitely get you there. I have, I'm fully crafted up. Everything's crafted for Wait, the hunting. Do you even have legendaries? Yeah. I mean, are they are they legendary, not epic? Yeah, they're yellow. What? Yeah, I bought 300 things. I went. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to do on that. So I actually bought the stuff, and I'm stuck at legendary. And I'm what five? There's no way I'm gonna get that many crystals. So. I'm stuck at that. The crystals. Sorry, I'll yeah. we'll stay focused. Go ahead. Yeah, no, anyways. No, the crystals are actually are decently easy to come by. Um, oh, from no, the crystals are decently easy no. to come by. If you'd let me finish, how about? Sorry. Um, the, uh, from the diving missions. I get those pretty oftenly in the diving missions. Just the collectibles of inside loot chests. Underwater. Um, but- oh, the- I have found like five of them underwater. Are they all underwater? I'm not sure if that they all are, but I, I think that's where I found majority of mine. I think I'm sitting on 36 right now or so. Okay, so back to the thing, the, the original thing. Still continue your process of elimination here. Okay, so and then after one area is clouded, unclouded, I would go to the next clouded. And the way that they have it set up, there's no actual pattern. You can just see the the level register for what the guidelines. And so I take that zone next and so my story missions probably four or five zones back and i just don't touch that until i'm done because i like to when i finish this is just a personal thing when i finish the game on the last story mission that's it i'm done the story is the last thing i participate in that is a great idea 
So that's the last thing in your mind, fresh and yeah. You know what happens is I finish the story and go back and want to go do stuff, but I'm like, I don't have that incentive because I already know what happens. Exactly. But what if I save the story? You, sir. That's, that's what that's what I do. So then the story becomes, granted, you can pour through it a little bit faster because you'll be over-leveled, but that's one of the things I love about the Assassin's Creed franchise is the story itself. So you can actually almost enjoy it more since you don't have to combat for it. It's more of like a interactive movie at this point since there's not a whole lot of challenge. Mm-hmm. So there's a pro and a con. I usually play them through a few times and one time maybe not get any collectibles and just completely be under-leveled and try for some reason until I get aggravated, but... <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> determination is definitely a key here. Wow, you really yeah. did a good job of making it clear how you lay out your plan of attack. You you start by zone by zone, and you don't leave that zone until you are done with it. So, Absolutely. question, did that mean, then, by the way, notice they don't have that stuff in Assassin's Creed Origins, and I love it chasing around notes and letters flying around all over the place. Chanties and stuff, yes. Okay, you would sit there and chase all that shit down before you left the zone. Absolutely. And if it started to go into a zone that I shouldn't be in yet, I would stop and let that float away because I didn't want to uncloud that part of the map. There's just something about me looking at the map, seeing every zone that's clear is clear. Every zone that's not clear is just simply not clear. If I step in that zone and unclouded it accidentally, I'm going to be frustrated with myself. Okay, so you have OCD as well then. In, insanely bad, yep. Okay. All so right. that, All right. that helps. And yeah. as you know, I have an anxiety disorder. So, hey, so what will really help is having a mental illness will help. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's what they need yeah. to work on. Yeah, just... I mean, I think mental illness is definitely pretty prevalent right now. But. Yeah, it is. Is there a way that, like, people could just get it? Because I was born that way. Um, if it was contagious, I would give it to as many people as possible so that they can suffer with me. That is a horrible thing to say! Yeah, but then, if everybody was like me, I would love the world so much more. Think about that. You are... You do have lots of anger <laughs> and hatred on the inside for people. Uh, I love know. it. I love when you used to come up to me and whisper in my ear, I... I want everyone dead. I hate them all. <laughs> For those of you out there listening, um, I'm not going to kill anybody. I just, oh, just want to make no. that clear. Of course not. He wouldn't. I'm not going to lie, though. You are a white male. Um, That's true. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying. You're onto something. Yeah. But... <laughs> That's actually really racist. Not every person that commits <laughs> a mass thing is what. Oh, they are. They are anyway. Um. So as no, I'm just kidding. So one of the things that um, I, I want you to go in deeper detail about how crap. See, this is why I hate about half-hour interviews, which is a rule I put on myself because we're halfway done. Um, d- explain determination. You now just explained method. Explain how you don't burn your. You know. You know how you get burnt out. And Absolutely. you're like, you know what, I'm just done. How do you avoid those traps? Well, there's kind of two different ways I would do that. So sometimes, which I was really my least desired method, because I like to, like you said, I have that OCD problems. I like to finish one game before I start another, but occasionally I'll jump back and forth between two games. Um, so, like, I think I, when I was doing Skyrim, I think I was trying to platinum The Witcher at the same time. Sim- similar, yeah, similar games, but... 
instead of getting overburdened with one or getting burnt out, swap it to the next, and, you know, your gear might be slightly different, and go with that. Okay, so... Um, yeah, there's, a, like like I said, that was, like, my least desired. My other one is just turn it off and go watch Netflix for a while. Oh, I <laughs> did not expect that, you to say that. Yeah, that helps me out quite a bit, you know, gives you a little bit of a mental break. And then when you can't focus on an episode because all you can think about is how you still have <laughs> yep. certain things to go collect, then yep. you go back. Yep. And that determination okay. manifests itself. Okay, so I see what you're saying. So I always feel like I'm competing. Like, I don't know, I had one where I got the legendary. I was top five. It was one of the top five, first five people in the world to get legendary gear piece and, and justice for Black Adam. Um, Go ahead and take care of your dog. It's okay. It's okay. They're just being crazy, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, and it, it that is literally equivalent to an achievement hunt. It is one of the worst grinds of my life I have ever done. Um, you should listen to that episode, by the way, because I was fighting bronchitis, and I was, um, I drank one beer, just one beer, but I didn't realize that medicine in one beer would send me into a drunken stupor. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. Good. It was bad. But, um... I always feel like I'm competing with other people, so I have to hurry, hurry, hurry. You don't you don't compete with other people? If my friend has the game and I can physically see that they're playing it, then that's pretty bad. However, if I just kind of distance myself and purposely don't look at who's playing it, uh-huh. it feels a lot better. And, okay. uh, and so, I mean, if there was rewards for maybe being first or second completion, that's cool and all. But unfortunately, there's, there's not, so... You know, that's one of those things you have to you have to give and take. Yeah. Okay, I know at one point in time you and I were playing Black Flag at the same time while mm-hmm. I was talking shit about because remember I got on you about your your place your PlayStation level. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, wow, whatever level you were. What level yeah. are you now?" I think I'm 17 or 18. Yeah, you've passed me. You have definitely yeah. and passed I have, me. I had another account way back in the day so this does not include those but this is just this count if i were to combine the two it would probably be upwards of 30s 35 or so oh my god my buddy is at 25 oh wow and it's not from doing uh it's not from getting platinums it's from playing so many games and getting golds and stuff sure so can you explain and how long this is going to last what's going on with this trophy um appreciate what's going on with with sony i kind of looked at it seems like you read more into it sony is rewarding people for their trophies how long is this lasting and what is it doing um it looks like it's a one time per account thing so once you reach 25 platinums they'll give you a credit to your account so it's not once you hit 25 and then another 25 it's once you hit a singular number of 25 it's there so it's one per account for silver gold and platinums. Okay. Okay, so I definitely can jump on that for the silver and gold. <laughs> Not at all on the platinums. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 25 platinum, um, 100 or so gold, so those ones are easily obtain- obtainable for sure. Easily. Guys, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is LPC here. Yeah. It's easy. Question. Um, what was... Without a shadow of a doubt, something that you can say that was the hardest game to platinum. Um, on my older account, I would say Grand Theft Auto Four. Really? 
Absolutely. There's 200 pigeons scattered about the city that are not your friend. So hands down, the hardest one. And unfortunately, that's on my old account, so I don't have it to look at every day to make me happy. To make you happy. But, but it's it's there in my mind. So When I platinum Mortal Kombat, and it said 0.1% of the people platinum Mortal Kombat, do you know how many times I will just... I've platinumed up other games, but Mortal Kombat was my... And I'm almost done with Street Fighter V. I just have two things left to platinum. Um... I would look at that. I would just sit back and stare at it like, yeah, that's right, bitches. I'm part of that 0.1%. It feels good, too. It's Yeah, it's good. So what do you get out of this? Like, is it more, is it pride? Is it, like, emotion? Like, what do you personally get out of this? So going a little bit deeper into my psyche here. Okay. Um, like you said, I have I do have super bad OCD and anxiety as well. I take medication for both, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, my no, OCD, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my OCD medication actually keeps it so I can focus on anything. Otherwise, it's just too crazy. Like, I used to probably throw up 10 or 15 times a week because things would be out of place that didn't even matter. Yep. Like, I'd see a coin on the ground and know that doesn't where it belongs. Some stupid stuff like that. Yep. And so, by the time I kind of got on some medication and stuff, that kind of definitely helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Once once I did that, I kind of was able to focus a little bit more mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of, like, realize some things are okay to let go, some things are not. Yep. And uh, that, that helped me immensely. So you probably aren't aware of this because you haven't listened to the other episodes, but... Um, not all of them, correct. You what? Not all of them. Yeah. Uh, mental illness is actually one of the big things I definitely talk about on this show. Um, it is something that... Uh, as you know, on my Facebook as well, um, well, I don't know if you watch, look on Facebook, um, I bring a lot of attention to it because I feel that um, we need to quit making it a taboo subject, you know, like diabetes or anything. People would just have a conversation and go, oh, yeah, I have diabetes. You know what I mean? And like Absolutely. the way you and I are talking right right now, we should be able to just, a part of our conversation, bring it up and talk about how we deal with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that makes me who I am as my person, so, you know, I accept it. Exactly. And that is one of the reasons why I, in this show, I bring it up, we talk, because it also has a lot to do with my gaming as well. One of the reasons why I'm able to focus on the gaming is so that I'm not thinking about all the millions of ways I could possibly die or something horrible could happen to my family. Which is part of why I brought this up. And to answer your original question mm-hmm. was um, I kind of use it as a coping mechanism, same as exact you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I can't control everything out in the outside world. I, my anxiety gets to me about that. Mm-hmm. However, if I can accomplish every 100% thing in a game, that I'll do that. That's good, isn't that, it? That satisfaction uh-huh. is more of like health satisfaction than an ego satisfaction. That makes way more sense. It's, uh, it's just mentally healthy when you look at that game and you controlled it, you were Absolutely. able to do what you needed to do. Maybe in the real world where you're doing a roof or you're painting and you have to rely on someone else to get their job done. And in your mind, it's like, fuck you. But in this world, that's all up to you and you can do it. Exactly. The only person stopping it is me. Me. And, and there's nothing greater knowing that no one, it, no one's getting in your way other than you, and you can defeat you. That's why I say it. I can beat me all the time. Absolutely. So, so uh, 
We're yeah. down to the last five minutes here. And I hope that I asked questions. I hope I got to, like, the heart of uh, being a complete, no, what are, uh, achievement hunter. Being there you an go. Achievement hunter and how to, and I hope this has helped other people out. Um, one one last question. I know I talk, talked about uh, determination. Um, I talked about how do you do it. Um, what is some last, I want you to give last bit advice here. Use this time to really talk to that person who's intimidated, who really wants to platinum a game, their first ever platinum. Give them words of, of advice. Give them hope. Talk with them. Let them know. You want to do it. You can. You, do, do you see what I'm saying? Walk them, walk them through it. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's two different ways to do that as well. If you... If it's a platinum trophy you're striving for, there's numerous easy games out there. But it's a one particular game that you're looking for, that game that means more to you than any other game, and that's the game you want to platinum, start with a fresh run. Any trophy you already have, you don't have to worry about. Start with a fresh run, start at the beginning, memorize the trophy list before you start playing your run. And you'll know if certain parts are unobtainable on the map once you pass a story mission. Or if it's only attainable during a story mission, you have a heads up about where that would be. And you can obtain it once you get to that point. So one of the first things I do when I pop in any new video game is while it's downloading, that trophy list will pop up if you haven't already looked it up online. And I look at that list probably for five minutes. And I know what everything's going to take. Some of them are hidden, which I sometimes look up, sometimes don't. Depends on the game. Um... Some of them I want to explore for myself. But once you know that list, you know what to do, it's going to make it ten times easier. And Just start with a fresh run, know what you need to do, and just do it. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that from a pro, from someone who I would definitely call a hardcore gamer, just gave the best advice for us, the regular gamers, on how to do it. That was absolutely amazing. You just helped me get that oomph to go after the achievements in Skyrim. Perfect. Absolutely awesome. Hey, LPC, Lance Pants Collins, I really appreciate you being on the show. You have a really busy schedule, but I really wanted to talk about achievements and, you know, uh, achievement hunting, and that is something that I know some people are really intimidated by, and you were able to show don't let that stop you. No, absolutely not. Have a plan of attack, and you showed just that. So usually at this time, towards the end, um, I mean, everyone I talk to is famous in some way, but um, (laughs) we do do, like Twitter and all that, but I don't know if you have all that. Do you even care about all that? I, of course I do. Okay. I, I am thinking about starting up my own YouTube channel for trophy hunting actually itself. Oh my god, um, you would get so... I certainly, yeah. I certainly don't have one. Um, I have a few videos here and there, of or screenshots, or what it may be, of certain platinums that I'm proud of. Um, but I don't actually have a channel dedicated to that. And I've, I've dabbled here and there about a few things, but I'm really debating that. And I, I very well might start that as well. Um, but... Uh, I think that's probably my next go-to. Okay. I definitely know quite a bit about starting a YouTube channel. I definitely can help you out, unless you already magically know what you're doing there, too. Uh, but it 
it takes work and commitment. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and that alone. Which is why I haven't at this point. I do have a super busy schedule, like yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. So that's why I haven't at this point. But now I'm married. She can do all the housework, and I'm good to go. <laughs> I like your style, PC. Can you tell her I said hi? In fact, you should, unless she's, if she's, what you say? She should be making supper by now. <laughs> she should be. Do you want? She literally just walked in the door could, thirty. Oh, ago. did she? Could we get a hi from her real quick? I I doubt she would be. You interested. doubt she would do but, it. That's but fine. That's have fine. me back on next time. We'll see if I can get her. All right. Now, um, in fact, what I'll do is when you get your channel up and running, I know this may be a year or so from now, whenever it is, but or six months. When you get your channel up and running, we'll bring you back on so you can really push your channel. And then we got to have Maggie on, and we can say hi to. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's it's Maggie Collins. It's Maggie Collins. How, and, oh. That's Six and a half awesome. years in making. She's almost broken up with me numerous times because gaming's gotten in the way of our relationship. Let's oh, just be honest. I forgot here. to bring that up. Uh, is um, it safe but, to bring that up real quick, oh, or does it? No, okay. I do have to ask. Um, thank you. What kind of a stress does that put on a relationship? Being that determined. So, her favorite thing to do is take naps. My favorite thing to do is game. That's a perfect that, combo. That right seems there. perfect. Exactly. Um, but other times. We, we do spend time together. I stay up later than she does. She goes to bed. So most of my gaming time is at night when she's in bed or something like that. But, like, the weekends I try to dedicate to her. Um, um, so, unfortunately, I don't game as much as I, I wish I could. But, um, okay. either way, either way, you know, here and there she gets frustrated with it. Yeah. Um, but we have an agreement more than anything. Ah, so you guys came to an understanding... And on top of that, you are mm-hmm. also understanding to her needs as well. Exactly. Give, you know, yeah. Give her a couple hours here and there, but just don't. She doesn't want to come home and me be gaming nonstop and ignore her. So yep. this yeah. agreement has been made, and it's it That's works out awesome. fantastically. See, I, I'm new to podcasting, and I'm pissed off that I actually thought about that question and forgot to ask it because I got so into the advice you were giving. So, all right. Thank you very much. Can you, um, would you like to want to do your social media, stuff like that? We'll wait for next time when it's all organized more. Once it's all organized more? All right. Well, LPC, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. Would you like to, then I'll let you, um, no, I have to ask you the question. question. I have to ask you the question. All right. You are the human. You are the human being in space, in video game space, Okay. And you are tasked with one duty, and that is to pick one game out of all the games you know I've ever played, all of them, that only you and Earth can play. Only one game. What do you choose? This is kind of a toss-up. And my favorite storyline of any game ever was Infamous 1. Infamous, that was great. That game has my heart, but I don't know that I can stray too far from Assassin's Creed. And story-wise, it starts getting good at two. But the story's all set up in one, so you can't just skip one. So, I almost can't just, if I have to pick just one... You gotta pick one. For storyline, I would probably say Infamous. Infamous. But if there was, if Assassin's Creed titles were more contained... Instead of spread out mm-hmm. between one, two, Brotherhood Revelation and three, mm-hmm. then I would choose that. However, 
So Inclu- let me ask you this. If they came out with a disc set that had every single Assassin's Creed together, would that be your disc set you would choose? They have Assassin's Creed 2 Revelation and Brotherhood in a collection called the Ezio Collection. On Why one- didn't you just say the Ezio Collection then? Because you still need the setup from game one. Oh, that's uh, true. Was it, that's wasn't not, the one... Wasn't that really I, good? Yep. All day here. I hated the fact that Esmond... Well, I don't want to give it give it away. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I'm not going to give it away. Don't but, do that. And, oh, God, I feel like doing it now. But I'm not. All right. Thank you very much. You uh, made it clear, guys. And can and you also this. rewind back that you said Esmond instead of Desmond? I just want to make that clear. I said Desmond. Rewind I, back. <laughs> did I say Esmond? I believe you did. I believe you did. Oh my God, my buddy who, uh, my buddy who edits these, he may not mess with you, but for me, he may highlight, he may turn up <laughs> me going Esmond instead of Desmond. I hope he does, just because you gave me crap earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much. This is RGG, and we thank you very much, LPC, for being on the show. Any last That's words before we're done? Just uh, go out there, platinum some games, and you can do it, yeah. All right. Hey, congratulations, man. Quick, easy, you gave a lot of advice. I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy life and busy schedule uh, to be on the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our Spotlight in the Squared Circle segment where we highlight local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash the Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Yeah. Hey, it's Hot Shot Scott Williams. Do you like chili? Why? do too do you like podcasts well so do we it's the ross family matters podcast join myself victor stick ross jack spade and a a cavalcade of other people except maru you're never allowed grapple talk network it's the podcast we're coming at you maru's not allowed again another great interview brought to you by regular guy gaming rgg always does good stuff uh and and bringing you these fantastic interviews and giving you a little bit of a different look at uh, video games you know for me personally i'm not one to necessarily achievement hunt um it's never really been my thing i mostly try to play games uh just to you know get through them kind of experience the story of them you know if it's a sports game i want to get through my franchise as much as possible so a lot of times you know you need to spend some really detailed intricate time to platinum those games and to get those trophies Um, I still remember when it comes to achievement hunting and getting those trophies I had a friend once we were playing um, um, left for dead I don't remember which game it was I remember we were playing online and um, god this guy was just so hardcore and healing people like it's like I swear sometimes he was like you know, backstabbing his teammates just so we could heal him. Because if, if you healed like 50 dudes in one match or something, you got some sort of an achievement. And he wasn't focusing on killing zombies. He wasn't focusing on being a part of the team. He was literally just focused on getting the achievement. And I know it's different because, you know, it's not a single-player game. You know, maybe that's that's different if you spend your, your free time while you're playing alone to get those achievements. But, man, I just it rubbed me the wrong way so much because I'm like, dude, just be a part of the experience. Let's work together. Let's kill zombies. Let's bash them in the face with axes 
axes. And instead he's like, oh, dude, I got to heal this guy quick. And it's like, no, I get, yeah, you have to heal him. But, dude, I'm fighting, like, ten zombies over here. Like, get my back. Get my six. And it's like, nah, I'm going to heal these guys. And I was like, fucking achievement hunters. But that's not the case when it came to LPC and RGG's conversation. Again, fantastic interview. Thank you so much, LPC, for being on uh, this episode of Regular Guy Gaming. Lots of things that we want to talk about here uh, for the Gamer News portion of this episode. One in particular, actually a couple in particular, some good good news. I know that a lot of times this is littered with negative news and me getting upset about things, but there are a couple of really cool things that I really want to talk about, one of which being something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, Capcom coming out and basically announcing that we have a brand new Mega Man coming out. Mega Man 11 for late 2018. For those of you that are Mega Man enthusiasts like me, this is like the greatest news of all time. I am so pumped. This is the first new Mega Man title, and I think it was eight years. So um, long overdue, uh, to, in my opinion, a pillar of video gaming history. Like This is one of the best side-scrollers of all time, and super pumped for it. And aside from just that, guys, um, Capcom also announcing that they will be releasing um, the first eight Mega Man X games on PS4, Nintendo Switch, uh, Xbox and PC in the summer of 2018. So again, something just to keep your eyes out on. Um, you know, if you guys are a lot of those, you know, that like to go back and play some of those older games, hell, if you're somebody that hasn't played any of the Mega Man X games, um, you know, this is something that you're going to want to, you're going to want to look out for because again, you know, I, I consider Mega Man, especially Mega Man X. I mean, that was one of the games that I played a lot as a kid. And I know there's a lot of people out there that Mega Man X isn't as good as the other, the older ones. And well, it may be true. I mean, we all are entitled to our own opinions. Uh, Mega Man X and uh, even the games that followed that were on the PlayStation. And I think there was maybe a couple on the PS2. In my opinion, were all very, very, very good video games that sometimes got a bad rap because they didn't necessarily live up to the hype of their predecessors. Not meaning they were bad games. Um, they were both. They were all very good. They just uh, obviously followed some other like legendary good video games. So. Really cool news there. Keep an eye out for that. Um, also big in gaming, if you are somebody that plays backwards compatible games, if you're a big fan of going back and playing some of those Xbox 360 games on your Xbox One, um, some guys over there, Microsoft, in Xbox, working extremely hard to get um, hundreds of games made backwards compatible through software updates and things like that. And uh, they have announced that if if you are kind of keeping an eye out for some games that you want to play on your Xbox One that you have the 360 versions of, um, they are taking a break. They're taking a hiatus up until the start of the new year. The team's just been working really hard. I think they have more than 400 Xbox 360 titles that are available to Xbox One gamers uh, through that backwards compatible software update. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you you are kind of watching the wire a little bit waiting for that 360 game to go on just keep in mind that while they are taking a break they're going to get back to it in january so you'll still have your option of playing your older games on your one something really cool that i think xbox has done i'll fully admit it at being a playstation guy this is something that microsoft blows sony out of the water in sony decides to you know kind of put all their stock into this ps now thing which i haven't gotten into i'm not really one for streaming games um i would rather just play some of the older titles that i have on my current system 
and Sony just doesn't get it. So again, kudos to Microsoft and Xbox for doing this because it's something I really wish as a PlayStation guy, Sony would kind of take notes from and start doing. But nonetheless, keep that in mind just to make sure that you're not getting discouraged if there is a game you're waiting for and you're like, man, what the fuck is a wait up? Uh, they're just taking a little bit of a hiatus and they'll get back to it once 2018 comes around. Some things I wanted to also touch on that I think are pretty big in gamer news. Uh, more Battlefront 2 talk. Now, I know people most likely are getting a little sick of, of hearing this, but uh, this is some good news, I think, on Battlefront 2's end um, because I know there's been a lot of bitching, a lot of moaning, a lot of complaining about microtransactions in video games, and more specifically, this was being targeted at EA for their implementation of loot boxes into Battlefront 2, you know, saying that they were uh, basically making kids gamble and all the other fun stuff, fun stuff. Um, but they have done everything that they could to try to reverse this negative PR. So um, they have basically uh, disabled those microtransactions in this new update, and they are now focusing uh, their attention on the progression system. So now there's the ability for you to get more credits, as they're calling them, through progression, because as we know now, a lot of times with microtransactions, it's not like you just go and, and purchase, you know, uh, a gun or you go and purchase an outfit. You you purchase those guns, those outfits, those characters through this uh, virtual currency. So you'll be able to make some some more of this virtual currency by playing, just simply playing the game. They've I think said that you can make up to three times the amount that you could prior to the update so encouraging news again right there plus they are also releasing uh free loot boxes um for the first time you play every day and in those boxes are going to be some more um you know important items so it's not like you're just getting garbage every time that you sign in so again good news that we're seeing from ea does it defeat the fact that they tried to basically bait and uh you know steal a lot of people's money not really. Still kind of shitty of them to try to charge people to buy Darth Vader, in my opinion. That is total ass. Here's the one big thing, though, that uh, has kind of come out of this a little bit. And I know this has kind of slipped a lot of people's radars. Um, but I think it's something we might be talking about in a couple months. So I wanted to talk about it here uh, just to more or less get a head start on it. There's this great article that I found on Reddit. If you're not a Redditor, um, it's a great place to go to stay up to date in gamer news. And this is something I saw a couple of days ago, and I really wanted to bring it up on this podcast. I've just been incredibly busy, but I, I kind of put it in my back pocket to talk about so that we could kind of bring awareness to this issue early on. And for some of you that may be uh, the player of this game, to keep in mind before you start making your pre-order purchases... Um, um, astutegaming.com, I'll be honest, I'm not exactly sure how credible this site is, but nonetheless, they did release an entire article on the new EA UFC 3 beta. Um, I know RGG might have a liking to this because he's a big mixed martial arts guy, and um, I just found it really interesting because in this, this is just the beta, guys. The game doesn't drop until, I think, February, early February. Um, and the beta was made available for a few select gamers. And basically what a lot of these reviews say, A, the game is total ass. It plays like complete garbage, apparently, which, I mean, there is still time to work out the kinks. But again, we're a couple of months away, so don't expect a lot to happen. Um, but the other thing is that similar to Battlefront, this game apparently is fucking littered with microtransactions. Like there is just apparently a ton of them. And the loot box system, again, according to this article, and again, take it or leave it, it's the beta things could switch it's from astute gaming so who knows how credible it is but according to this article this this according to this person that played the beta version of the game everything 
fucking everything from strikes to um, attribute bonuses to gear is all intertwined in the loot box system. Now, does that mean you're going to have to purchase everything? No. You can still work your way towards attaining loot boxes and then, you know, eventually getting those items that you want. But the fact remains the same that this system, even though it was totally shit on for Battlefront 2, isn't going away. Now, there could be something said about maybe this game already having this stuff set in place and with the negative PR with Battlefront happening over the past couple months, maybe they didn't have time to switch it. I don't know, but I do think this is something that's important to talk about and something that we will be talking about in February because, you know, this is, again, one of the only... I don't I don't know for certain if it is. I think it is the only major UFC game on the market. So it, it has its audience. There's going to be people that want to play this. I mean, I'm not a huge boxing guy, but I always purchased the Fight Night games because they were so fun to play against friends. They were good party games and they had a really intriguing story mode and it was it was great gameplay. But when it comes to UFC, I think you're not going to see as big of a backlash because I don't think the 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 the, the prominent audience is there as it was in Battlefront. But I do think that if EA drops another major title that has the the exact same issues that plagued Battlefront, EA's PR department is going to have their fucking work cut out for them. Because as we saw with Battlefront, say what you want, and you can be on EA's fence, you can be on Battlefront's dick, obviously with DICE continuing to make adjustments, make changes to the game, the game's progression system, working through a lot of these problems, there, there was something wrong uh, and that, that, that EA knew and is trying to address because of that negative PR. And again, a lot of this stuff too, which really pisses me off, kind of boils down to the fact that when you purchase a game for $60, you're not able to play it to its fullest potential rate when you purchase it. You know, for somebody like me that can wait for all this bullshit to go to happen and then go purchase Battlefront 2 in February for fucking $25. I just feel terrible for the people that went out and spent 60 bucks on it and are still waiting for this microtransaction bullshit to get figured out. When it comes to UFC, basically what they outline in this article is that these loot crates, these loot crates and all this other fun stuff kind of hinders um, people that don't want to spend money's ability to play the game because... According to this article, what you're going to see a lot when it comes to UFC, which I don't think is actually talked about enough when it comes to microtransactions, because a lot of times we're just talking about how it affects the person purchasing. It affects the people that aren't purchasing as well, because you're going to, regardless of how much we talk about it, have people that are going to go out there, spend fucking $500 of their hard-earned money to better their characters, and then they're going to go online and play somebody that has put fucking 200 hours of work into their character, and they're going to get their asses totally fucking handed to them by this guy, this schmuck that decided to spend a bunch of money um to you know totally flesh out their dude's attributes um and i think i think that's just a really interesting dynamic to look at because i think further and further we are drifting away from the old time gaming you know uh system of basically i'm gonna if i play this game for fucking 200 hours i'm gonna be king shit at it and there's nothing you can do now it's more along the lines of if i play this game for 10 minutes but i spend 200 bucks Ain't nobody going to be able to touch me. And while I think that's fair because you are willing to put in that amount of dollars <laughs> into a game that you haven't played very much, I think it's just a twisted way of looking at it because it's it's affecting the people that are your hardcore fan base that just want to put time 
and effort into something. So I think that's a, an interesting concept, something that everybody should be looking to in February. And not necessarily, even if you're not a UFC gamer, I think this will be a, a, an interesting thing to follow up with EA because who knows if they're going to continue on with this whole microtransaction BS. Who knows what it's going to look like for EA in February because if the backlash is similar, if a lot of UFC games don't sell, because unlike Battlefront, you know, there's a lot of, of, of faithful Star Wars followers. And again, once December 15th hits and the new movie drops, I'm sure that these the game sales are going to fly. That's not that that same thing can't be said for UFC. Um, you know, I think if if this game, if news gets out that it is very similar to Battlefront 2, you might see a major hit in sales. And again, um, negative perception on EA. I'm not sure how much worse EA's public image could be at this point because you see it, it all over the place with how much people fucking hate that company, with how much people think they're trying to take advantage of them. And it's it kind of sucks because personally I think EA has dropped a few decent games. I mean they there are a couple of games in which I'm like oh yeah they're not too bad like Madden I don't mind playing um, you know uh, the the a lot of their sports franchises I don't mind but again their negative perception doesn't necessarily come from the games that they put out it's it's the microtransactions it's customers basically feeling like they're taken advantage of and uh, I think if EA continues to do this especially with UFC dropping and especially with it coming right after Battlefront 2 man they are they are in for some shit I can tell you that much. Let's end on some good news. Uh, a lot of you that are out there that uh, like the free games on the Xbox Oneers and the PS4ers, um, for example, like myself, I'm just too busy Monday through Friday. Hell, even Saturday and Sundays a lot of times to sit down and look up some of this stuff. So again, uh, this is kind of for you if you don't know which games are free in the month of December. I uh, just want to give you a shout out so that you know to go out and download these games because again, they're at no cost available on the systems. Xbox One, we're looking at Warhammer End Times. It's going to be free all month long, so keep an eye out for that one. And then I can speak a little bit more personally on this one. For the PS4, we're looking at Darksiders 2 Death Innovative Edition. Um, heard a lot of really, really good things about this game. Just, you know, it's from 2012. This is a remastered edition, but I've heard uh, it has great gameplay, and it's something you should definitely look into. A lot of these games, just look into them, download them, play 10 minutes of them. If you don't like them, just kick them to the curb. If you do like them, you might be able to support an indie developer. Um, also for the PS4, they released multiple titles. You have Kung Fu Panda, Showdown of Legendary Legends, kind of more of your family-friendly game, and then also uh, bonus PS Plus game, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. So check out that. And uh, before we do end this week's episode, or this episode, I don't want to say this week's because we're probably going to drop multiple ones in a week if I can get my shit together. Um, quick plug for myself, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G, it's Ragbag. Search me up on YouTube, search me up on the Facebookers, um, constantly posting on there. Having these weird things where I have um, gaps of, um, you know, putting up content just because I'm busy. Um, but right now playing through alien isolation, still doing oxen free. I think we only have probably one episode left of that until dawn, probably only have one or two episodes left of that. Um, still do, doing the horizon zero dawn DLC. Um, and uh, what else am I playing? That might be it. I don't know what else I'm playing. I think that is it. That sounds about right. And then uh, moving forward, going to try to, again, start up some Amnesia. And then also looking to do Resident Evil Biohazard after I finish one of those other games. Because I like sticking to the scary game genre. As I said before, basically when I do these gaming commentaries on YouTube, it's just as much for me as it is for people watching. I can't play scary games. I just can't. 
uh, by myself. I get too scared, but I feel like if I have an audience or I have a reason to do it, I'll play through it. And I just want to be able to experience a lot of those games because as I've noticed when I played through Soma, when I played through Among the Sleep, a lot of these games have some just awesome stories and great gameplay, but I just wouldn't realize it unless... I had the channel, so um, you can always follow me on there. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with all the content that I'm pushing out. And then with the Facebook, it's still it's still R A G G B A G G. I post stuff on there all the time. Also, shout out to the Grapple Talk Network for hosting uh, Regular Guy Gaming, allowing us to do what we do um, every few days and posting these episodes. We've got a lot of. Um, episodes coming up i know rgg has some great interviews lined up so you're not going to want to miss it don't forget to like grapple talk network on facebook to stay up to date with the new rgg episodes and uh also don't forget to subscribe on itunes that about does it for regular guy gaming this week my name is ragbag and i'll catch you guys next time peace out my home skillet slices